I, I, I have a lot of bad habits. Don't get me wrong, but I do not check the news or social media or my email for the first hour of the day and I, or the last hour of the day. Actually, that's, that's a lie. I am bad about that. But in the morning, <laughs> I don't look at those things because we know like we have, it's just like being healthy. We have all this information. There's tons of data out there and we're not using it, but don't look at your phone or don't look at the, the news in the first couple hours of the day. I think Sean Aker was the one who did a study or reported on a study that said, when you look at the news in the morning, it affects your nude in a negative way for up to like four hours or something. I mean, it's crazy. It's one small step for man. Lift off. We have Creatures to go to the moon. Not because they are easy, but because they I are have hard. a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Welcome back to the Super You Podcast. It's the podcast designed to unlock and unleash your superpower. I'm Jake with Equal Man Studios. Flourishing goes beyond happiness or satisfaction with life. True, people who flourish are happy, but that's not the half of it. Beyond feeling good, they're also doing good, adding value to the world. That's Barbara Fredrickson. Today, we're sharing an interview between Equal Man and Amy Eddy. I have to say, this was my favorite episode of 2022. Amy is vulnerable, informative, and offers great insights on how to be successful, ways to achieve a healthy work-life balance, the importance of self-care, and how checking your phone in the morning can negatively alter your mood for the rest of the day. Amy is the Vice President and Strategic Account Advisor at BigSpeak, where she advocates for her clients, empowers them to make the right investment, and is energized by the potential of the human spirit. Amy is producing an event on January 14th in Santa Barbara, California. I Flourish 2023 will be a one-day conference empowering women to flourish in their finances, fitness, food, and family relationships. Link in the description for more information about this event and to purchase tickets. So let's get into it. Enjoy this conversation between Eric Quellman and Amy Eddy. Well, here we are, Super You Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. I'm super excited because I have a good friend here today, and we're going to go over a lot of ground. We're going to cover how do you get better at sales? How do you even do this whole work-life balance, which you know on this show we always talk about work-life harmony, but it's Amy Eddy. She's awesome. She's been in the speaking world for 15 years. She's at Big Speak. Uh, we've partnered on a lot of different deals over the years in a lot of different cities and a lot of different countries, so I'm super excited to have her here today. She's a great person. She's great at what she does. So we're going to learn so much. I'm, I'm excited because I have the questions I have written down here. I mean, I'm going to learn a ton today. I want to give a warm welcome to Amy Eddy. Thanks for joining us, Amy. Thanks so much for having me. And All everything right. I've learned, I've learned from you. So I'm just going to be regurgitating what you taught me. Oh, you're very kind. You're very, very kind. The listeners know you're just being friendly, but that's good enough. <laughs> 
But I'd always like to kind of do our Supergirl origin story. So if you don't mind just walking us through, um, how'd you get where you are today and, and go back, you know, childhood where you grew up and then walk us through any education and then, oh my gosh, now I'm in this crazy speaking business. How'd I get here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Orange County, California. Uh, I went to a tiny little private school in Santa Barbara, California for college. I met my husband on the first day when we were moving in. And of course, we didn't know at the time and it was a long drawn out process, but I finally got that sale closed a few years after we graduated. And I have stayed here ever since school because why would you leave Santa Barbara? Um, I had five different jobs in five years. I was just kind of moseying around trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And then I had dinner with a friend who was at Big Speak. And I thought, oh my gosh, she talks to celebrities all day long. That's so cool. So she got me an interview and I came on board. And um, it's funny because for, for years, I thought, you know, it's demotivating to be talking about the best of in all these different areas of life all the time. You know, people call in and they're wanting Magic Johnson and the founder of these companies and asking about these billionaires. And I'm never going to be Magic Johnson, you know, and I'm never probably going to start some tech company that turns me into a billionaire. So it was, it was demotivating. And then I literally had a moment probably 10 years in where I was standing in my bedroom alone and I had, you know, two healthy kids. I had a husband who still liked me. We lived in a beautiful town. And I thought, I only feel happy if I've had two glasses of wine. And that is terrible. You know, my life looks good on paper, but I am just drowning and miserable. And so I started to be a consumer of all of these speakers you know, books and podcasts and material. And I started with Sean Aker's book, The Happiness Advantage. And I feel like that's where my journey in this industry really started because I decided I don't want to live this way anymore. And I have got to find, you know, a seed of hope that it can be better, that life can be better, that I can have more joy and energy. And, you know, that was five, five or seven years ago. And so I've just been I feel like I'm a student of this too, which has just made the job that much more interesting because I'm, when clients call and say, you know, we need, you know, someone to fill this slot. I'm really passionate about it, getting into like, how's your team doing? You know, what's going on? How, how do you think everybody's feeling? And let's, we got to fill the slot, but how can we actually turn these people on so that they have hope that they can change and grow and that work and life don't have to suck all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's an amazing journey. And you think about it, two, two C's kind of jumped out there for me is like, you're always about, all right, how do I, I'm a consumer. So you actually started from a level of, oh, I'm gonna listen to Sean Acker. And then also curiosity, which we'll get into and un unpeel the onion back on when it comes to relationships, partnerships and sales that it's about being curious. So I love that you're a consumer yeah. and also curious. And so I think that fuels a lot of your success. And also for our audience, look, Amy's at the top of her game, but she just mentioned like you go, there's a roller coaster ride in life where it goes ups mm -hmm. and downs and ups and downs. And everyone, like you said on paper, it's like, oh, Amy's rocking it. Uh, gosh, I wish I had her life. And then when, when we look at it deeper, it's like, oh, we all have our own struggles and it's about overcoming that friction and those struggles. So uh, thanks for being so vulnerable and sharing that mm -hmm. with us. You mentioned two people. So Sean Acker, it's funny. Uh, the first time I, I met Sean was I was at an event. He was speaking there as well at the National uh, Restaurant Association. 
And a lot of times I don't have time to go see the other speakers, which pains me because I know how good they are. And I go, man, I have time and I've heard, I should go check out who the speaker is. I'd never heard of Sean, actually. And so I get there and I'm like, whoa, this guy's amazing. And then all of a sudden he, he just takes off. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's been fun to kind of see that throughout my career. Some of these people, like you see them kind of early and then they just explode and, and go out there. And, and it's funny, Magic Johnson, I was just at an event with Magic as well. And a lot of the listeners know that, that I played basketball at Michigan State, which is where Magic played his undergrad so it's funny. I go, how can I do an opening here? Because Magic just gave the first day. I'm the second day. And I go, okay, so here's the deal. I wanted to see if I could find a data point where I was better than Magic and basketball since we both played <laughs> at Michigan State. And I had some of the MIT guys, students look at this and then they came back and go, we found one where you're better. I go, really? Are you serious? And they go, yeah. And I go, that's crazy. What is it? And they go, your jersey number 42 is higher than his 33 at the time. That's it. So there we go. Boom. That's all we had. All you right, know, so, you gotta, that's a good sales lesson, right? You got to take those small wins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always, take, always take those small wins. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. So good. He's such an ambassador for Michigan State. It's always good to see him out there in the speaking world. All right. Now, walk me through kind of your daily routine. Um, and also, what does success look like you from a business side? So when you mm. get for the whole year, we're coming up on the year. And so just so the audience has a better understanding, you've kind of mentioned, hey, you're trying to get these thought leaders, these speakers booked on stage. And so my guess is that it's probably like a sales goal or however you want to frame it. Mm-hmm. Just walk us through, like, what does the year 2023 look like? You don't have to get specifics, but it's like, hey, I want to meet my goal. And that goal is usually related to this. And right. so walk us through what the goal is going into the new year, but then then step back and then go through your daily routine. Okay. Well, and I... I'm not just brown nosing. I really have learned a lot and have a lot of new perspective over the last couple of years because of you and what I've learned from you. So, um, I, and I, it's, it's funny because this answer would have been very different in 2019, but 2023, I will have had a successful year if I reached my goal, my number goal, but at the same time, you know, exercise regularly, get those mental breaks regularly, have positive relationships with every one of my family members and, have a social life um, and like watch TV once in a while. <laughs> I wish I could, you know, get a little bit of time for some entertainment, but it's basically all of it. Right. And I, we can't, we have to sleep. We can't do, we only have 24 hours in a day. So that's the trick is figuring out how do I have all of those things without, you know, losing sleep and losing my weekends. And it's hard and it's a constant you know, reshuffling and balance act to try to figure out, okay, I can't do everything today, but what are those two or three things I can do today? And to answer your other question, I'm going to say best case scenario, right? Because we all have those days. Like usually for me, it's on Thursday. I sleep in and I don't work out and I just roll out of bed and get the kids out the door and then sit down to the computer in my pajamas and work for a couple hours. Um, But, and I feel like that's okay too, you know, to have those, those places where you can give yourself a mental break or a physical break. But on my best days, um, I'm up about an hour before the kids I will do a 10 minute yoga stretching video. I will read something positive, uh, get on the foam roller for a few minutes and then you know, start getting the family ready for the day while I'm listening to something positive, a positive podcast like yours. And so by the time the kids are up, I'm lucky because they don't get up too early, but by the time they're up, I've already you know, 
had my reading time, got my body to feel good after the kinks from sleeping. Um, and I just have found that I'm such a much calmer that that mm. first hour of the day with the family can be so stressful. And I generally not always, but generally I'm a, a lot just calmer and have more patience when I've had that time to myself first. Um, so we get kids out the door and then, you know, it's sitting down and grinding for a while. Um, what if, I think you might ask me this and I'm going to just beat you to it. But one of the best pieces of advice I've learned was actually from my husband. And I don't remember where he learned it, but it was sprint and repeat. And I think Brendan Burchard talks about this some too. Like we can all focus. And I know we'll talk more about focus for about, you know, 45 to 55 minutes. The average person can stay focused on a task. And then we need a break. And even if it's one minute or five minutes or 15, like give yourself that mental break to come down and think about whatever you need to think about and get something to eat or whatever it is, and then go do it again. And we can do that, right? All of us can get better at that. And it's just being willing to practice and fail and practice again. And those are the best days when I've I, th I mean, I, I feel like I should say the best days are when I've, you know, sold two bookings, but I feel like I feel the best after a day where I was able to get into that, get into the zone, you know, and yeah. how we, when we can get into that mindset, those are the days when we feel the most fulfilled because we were um, mindful about what we were doing. Yeah, no, I love that. I love how you start your day. You tack the day before it attacks you. And so that's key for a lot of us. And that you can carve out, we call it the power hour. So you have that mm -hmm. power hour to where you can kind of get your mind right, but you kind of do the important things for you before the world wakes up and, yep. and the world attacks you. Now, if you're a night person, it's okay. You just got to figure out where you're going to fence off that time. A little more challenging right. if you're a night person. So you got to, maybe it's on the back end of the day. And then that's really, you take the mindset of actually, if you do it at 10 o'clock at night, just the mindset of, no, you're not catching up. You're getting ahead the next day. So that's what I like to right. say if you're a night owl. Uh, but that's that's really interesting. And then when we think about it, you also gave yourself grace. So that's key, right? We've got to understand it's not about perfection. It's about progress. There's going to be days when we have what I call like a negative one day, a negative two day, or a negative three day. But it's just looking at the trend over the course of the year and over the course of your lifetime that it it continues to go up but you're going to have those days and you got to give yourself some grace that it's about progress, not perfection. Is I, am I getting 1% better for the week? Knowing that you're going to have some days that are down. So, so I love that. I love it. I love it. All right. Now get a little more tactical uh, because what you do, everyone has to do. So when you think about it, all of us, no matter what you do, even if you're a nonprofit, you're somewhat in sales. So if yeah. you think about a nonprofit, it's like you might have to have someone donate money or donate time or go to an event. Obviously, in, in the business world, which we're both in, it's about hitting that goal, as you mentioned. So for a lot of the folks out there that aren't as good at doing what you do, what have you learned over the years? So what are some of the top keys to success uh, when it comes to sales. And it might be something you've learned over time as well. Like, hey, when I first started out, I thought it was this, but it's actually closer to this. I think the best advice is what I learned when I was in, I was doing direct sales for a little while on the side. And that's where I learned people will buy from you if they know you, they like you, and they trust you. And like you say, no matter who you are and what you do, you're engaged with people and 
even if you're not in an official sales role, we're all selling an idea or we're selling, you know, the team on this project that we've got to complete. Um, and people want to know us and like us and trust us. And I think if we can focus on that, the rest will come. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you can tell you're passionate about it because you you love people. Obviously, when we meet for lunch, it's like you have this palpable energy that you can feel, which is fantastic. And I love it. What's the best advice for someone that's kind of just starting out when it comes to, mm. okay, it might be their new company they have to sell or a nonprofit, or they're actually in a specific sales role. What would be kind of the advice almost you'd text yourself from 15 years ago? Hey, this is you think it's this, but this is the this is the best advice I can give you. It's really personal, and so we have to take care of ourselves as a person. Um, and I, I've I've been in both, like where things are going awesome, and I find that I get kind of cocky with my family and can kind of be a jerk because I feel so good that yeah. I did all these things this month, and so you know I get a little, I kind of become a jerk. Um, and then when things are really, really hard, it's very heavy on your shoulders. It can be depressing. Um, and so I think it's really important to take care of yourself, like that, have that power hour, whatever it looks like. And even mm -hmm. if it's 20 minutes, when I first started on my morning routine, I did that New York times seven minute workout and it's literally seven minutes long. And I was like, that's my win for the day. Like I'm going from zero to seven minutes. And then I built up from there, but I started small. I started with something that was sustainable that I could do in my pajamas, in my bedroom, but we have to take care of ourselves because it's, it is a total emotional roller coaster. Um, and, it, and it was a hard lesson for me to learn and realize that, you know, gosh, when things are good, everything yep. should be great. But if I'm being a jerk to everybody because my head got too big, you know, that's not I don't want to be there either. Um, so we've got to maintain those those daily habits to help us stay grounded um, so that the highs don't make us cocky and so that the lows don't make us, you know, depressed. No, I love it. it. Like you said, it's like that daily routine or process. It doesn't sound that sexy, but when you think about it, it's really yeah. that process. And so when I, I coach my daughter's basketball team, so they're 10 and 12 year old girls, and I go, hey, we're going to play like champions today. And what is a champion? What do they do? What are the two rules of being a champion? And now they know they repeat it. They go, rule number one, go 100% all the time. And I go, what's rule number two? And they're like, don't forget rule number one. And so the thought is that process is getting better, that growth, whether it's in basketball, whether it's in business, whether it's in life, it's really about that growth mindset and that's joy, right? So the joy is from the playing of the game. Am I getting better? Do I like doing it on a day-to-day -day level? Whether that's business game, whether that's 12-year-old girls basketball. Happiness can be a fickle thing because sometimes happiness is results-based. Did I win or lose the game? Where joy right. is, I tell the girls, it doesn't matter what that scoreboard says, you're a champion. And I'm not a big fan of everyone getting a ribbon. That's not what I'm talking about. It's like, mm -hmm. you're a champion if you win all out. If you went all out, even if that team beat us, because we might, let's say tomorrow we have to play the University of Texas women's basketball team. Probably one in a hundred chance we're going to win that game. And so it's not going to be results based on win or lose. It's did you go 100%? Are you a champion? So I love the thought that you have of the daily routines to get after it. Are there any routines or any tips and tricks that you've learned when focus is pulling at you, whether it's your young kids or whether it's just something that happened outside of your control in the business world, all of a sudden there's a pandemic, people aren't just having 
keynote addresses that I have in live events. Any any tips or tricks for our audience out there and either how to get back to focus or how to make sure you're focused on the big things in that firm destination rather than all these little things and hurdles that come up day to day. Right. I'm sure you've talked about this a ton, but like putting the phone in the drawer, like turn your ringer off and put your phone physically in a drawer so you can't see it. I, I, I have a lot of bad habits. Don't get me wrong, but I do not check the news or social media or my email for the first hour of the day and I, or the last hour of the day. Actually, that's, that's a lie. I am bad about that. But in the morning, <laughs> I don't look at those things because we know like we have, it's just like being healthy. We have all this information. There's tons of data out there and we're not using it, but don't look at your phone or don't look at the, the news in the first couple hours of the day. I think Sean Aker was the one who did a study or reported on a study that said, when you look at the news in the morning, it affects your nude in a negative way for up to like four hours or something. I mean, it's crazy. It's still going to be there. There's still going to be all the bad news, you know, available after lunch. And I just started a few years ago, like, I'm just going to wait. I'm not going to say I'm not going to check the news, you know, ever, but I'm just going to wait until after lunch before I dive into that. Cause I don't want to be in a bad mood all day. I've learned for myself. I have to fight really hard to find the joy, to have that positive mindset and that growth mindset. I think I grew up a pessimist and didn't even realize that I was a pessimist until just a few years ago. Like I thought, oh, I'm not, I'm just, I'm a realist, right? I'm just telling you that, you know, we all could not be here tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And so I have to really fight that for myself. And I think maybe for other people, that mental game is a lot easier. But for me, it's really hard. I have to be really intentional. And I have to have these habits most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time have these positive habits to help my brain stay focused on the good things and, and stay focused on the work. Right. And I think putting that phone in a drawer and, you know, setting some parameters about when you let yourself, you know, have the treat, you know, like have that time to recover. Um, When I get a really bad, you know, phone call from a client or from a speaker, um, I'm, I'll go take a walk for 10 minutes. And cause I know that my heart rate is up. The cortisol is up. And I'm not going to be able to get a whole lot of work done sitting at my computer anyway. So yep. I'll go take a walk for 10 minutes just to help my body physically come down from that stressful moment so that I can get back to work. And that's so helpful. No, I love it. I love that you're because it's all about the physical, the mental, the the mind, spirit and body so that if you get that bad news, I'm going to go get that exercise and walk around. So that, that's, a, that's really good. It's really good and really helpful insight. And then also, I love that you're intentional. And so we talk a little bit here on the podcast about a lot of people find it helpful to write down their day. Was it a minus one, a minus two, minus three, or plus one, plus two, plus three? And I even go next level when I can. It's not always the case, even though it only takes me 30 seconds to do this. Some days I slip. But if I can write down the night before, it's going to be a plus three day tomorrow because of this. But then also after the day, the, the following day, let's say it's a plus one, what, what was good or a minus one? What happened? And then what was in my control, what wasn't? So that's a good way to systematically track as well and be intentional, writing down, hey, it's a plus one day, plus two, plus three, minus one, minus two, minus three, and then a note, why or why not? Then you can see those patterns over time. So I love with your intention. All right, we're going to go quickly deep on the speaking business and then pull back. Because even though we're going deep on the speaking world, listeners, 
this is going to apply no matter what you do. So it does, it's going to apply no matter what you do. Some of these are going to be very tactical questions, but then we're going to pull back uh, and wrap things up here with Amy, who's been fantastic so far. So it's wonderful having her on the show. So when we think about speaking just for the audience, so Amy looks and works and partners with folks like myself, Sean Acker, so folks that have already been mentioned, Simon Sinek, and then they need speakers, they need thought leaders at these conferences and on stage. And so I'm going to ask because she works with the best of the best out there. And so the question is, how often do you want to be updated by speakers? Because whenever they're updating you, that's taking time from you actually selling that person. Right. And so how often do you want to be updated by speakers? Well, I'm going to answer your question in a different way. I don't care how often it is. If it's something that I can use, that yeah. is going to help me in my day or that I can copy and paste and share with three clients who are in my pipeline right now. So when you have a win that you can share immediately or a new video that's you know two minutes or less um, that will benefit me or benefit my clients and obviously help turn them on to you and your work, um, then I'd love to hear every week if I can go copy, paste, copy, paste, yeah. you know, and share it out and listen to it for myself and go, oh, that's so helpful for me. You know, that negative three to positive three. Um, I'm going to start that. So just send me something that's helpful and good and short. Whenever I get an email that's, you know, I have to scroll down to read the message. Um, I usually just don't even read it. It's just archive, you know, and if I need to find it later, I will. But I do not re read long messages from, from speakers. Clients, yes, <laughs> that's yep. different. But from a speaker, like think about, you know, that we have our attention span is less than a goldfish's. I mean, yep. think about it in that way, right? These agents that are, you know, pitching all day long to 30 different clients talking about 100 different speakers, you know, you got to grab us and give us something useful and then, and then let us go pitch. No, I love it. I love it. And when you think about it, so Mark Twain once said, I didn't have time to write you a short note, so I wrote you a long one. So it's about getting yeah. that concise, get it bite-sized. Oh, got it. This makes sense. I can forward it, copy, mm -hmm. paste it to a client. That's great. Now, when speakers do this blank, it is not good for anyone. When speakers do this blank, it's not good for anyone. <laughs> when, their, when their bio picture is clearly like 15 years old and then they show up at the event and you don't even recognize them, that is not good. Okay. Your picture should be like three years old or less. <laughs> three years old or less. Got it. Yeah. And not and not you, too heavily photoshopped. There's good. No. That's good. You want people to know that it's you when you're walking down the hall in the conference center. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. That's good. Now, excluding present company, who are some of the best speakers, thought leaders in the business and why? That's like asking you what's the best food. Yeah. You know, or your favorite I, child. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> that's a different podcast, right? <laughs> but um, for me, I am so interested in personal growth and development. Of course, those are my favorites because they're speaking about things that interest me. But um, obviously, magic is everybody loves magic. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves you. Everybody loves Mel Robbins and the Brendan Burchards and the Sean Akers of the world. And then beyond those kind of the big names, I think for, for everybody else, it's just like asking you what your favorite food is. It's, you know, yeah. engineers love to hear Steve Wozniak. He yep. is absolutely their favorite because he is the engineering hero of our time, you know? Um, 
So I think it, it's very personal and it, it makes our industry difficult because I can be trying to build this relationship with a client and get them to know me, like me and trust me. And so we're coming up with ideas and talking about how we're really going to change things for this audience. But their VP, you know, once this random athlete from 20 years ago that I've never heard of. And so that's who we end up booking <laughs> because <laughs> that was their hero, right? That's who they wanted to, to spend time with. And it's also funny too, because it doesn't necessarily come down to who's the greatest speaker. I mean, I feel like if I could go hear Bono, mm -hmm. he could talk about his shoes and socks all day. And I would think it was amazing <laughs> because I love Bono and we're, we're all like that, right? I think yep. every human gives a lot of grace to the people who we already know and like and trust. And we're a lot more critical of people who we don't have a good positive initial impression of. It's so personal to each person. Right. And um, that's what you excel at your job is that there's like hundreds of speakers and hundreds of conferences. You're like, what's the right fit? And yeah. that's where you develop those relationships over time. And I think that's true for any business. What's the right fit? And then having conviction too, from a standpoint, no matter what we do, to be able to walk away and go, look, we're actually not the right fit for you for this, but I could recommend some that are. And then I've found five years, six years down the road, all of a sudden you get a partnership with that person because you're playing the long game. Um, and so it's your right. persistent in the short term, but patient in the long term. So I love that. I love that. That's so good. And then it's, you probably didn't know this, but the first three speakers you mentioned with Mel and Magic, myself, all grew up in Michigan. So there must be something oh. in the water. <laughs> must be something in the water there. What's advice to speakers to get more bookings? You've got to find your own voice. I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people out there are trying to just ride the current wave. You know, oh, diversity and inclusion is the hot topic right now. So I'm going to just sprinkle in a few words into my keynote. Oh, now everyone's talking about innovation. So I'm going to sprinkle the word innovation into my talk. Like find your voice and find out what your story is and what your takeaways are and just stick to that. Um, I think obviously language changes and um, trends change, of course, mm -hmm. but stick with who you are and what you're about and stop trying to just be whatever, you know, the current flavor of the week is. No, I love that. And that's true in life. So it's really about staying true right. to yourself, understanding here's what I do. Well, here's a weakness, which I don't have to make a strength. I just have to make it not a liability. And so right. it's just like, here's my core strength. This is what I love to do. This is what gives me joy. So I love it. That's such good advice for everyone, every listener out there. And we're going to start to roll in and start to wrap things up here real quick. I wish we could speak for several mm -hmm. hours here. I'm always getting so much, but I know how busy you are. And so when we look at these things from a, from a taking a big step back, is there anything you want to cover? It could be a story or it could be a passion project that you're working on right now that, that the audience needs to know about. And then we'll jump into kind of a fun lightning round. Okay. I do have a passion project and I did not for a long time because I just felt like I didn't have the capacity, but um, I'm producing my own event. So on January 14th here in Santa Barbara, there will be a one day conference for women. And we're going to focus on different areas of our lives that we can grow and improve from our finances to our relationship with food. We have a certified dietitian and also a clinical psychologist to talk about our most difficult relationships and how we can grow and improve those. Um, so I'm super excited about that. I'm doing something new and scary, which I haven't for a while because I've been at ThinkSpeak for so long. Um, but I'm excited to be in a room with people who want to grow together. I was at a conference earlier this year that had 
probably a million dollars worth of speakers. You know, they produced this amazing conference. And I felt very alone in this room of 3,000 people. So I came home and thought, man, I know all these awesome women in these different areas of life that, you know, I'm interested in. How can we create a day where we're learning from these great speakers, but we're also going to be learning from and growing with each other. And the audience is going to be a big piece of the day being successful because we're doing this together. We're creating community and then going out into the new year, feeling empowered that we can make positive change in our lives and also have a support system around us to get there. I love it. You said January. How do I get in the audience? So you said January 14th, Santa Barbara, California. How do I get in the audience? Um, you got to buy a ticket. If they Google the event, what would they Google? Google me. <laughs> Find okay. me on LinkedIn and I'll send it to you because okay, I got it. It's- yeah. So Google Amy Eddy, E-D-D-Y, so it'll be awesome. Yeah. And so make sure you do that. So it sounds like a fantastic event on January 14th. That's amazing. All right, we're getting a lightning round. We've got basically 70 seconds. So those would be this usually short. Best advice you've ever been given? I mean, I, we heard it from everybody, right? And our mothers um, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Awesome. Excluding mind, what's your favorite book? Oh, Never Split the Difference, Chris Voss. Chris Voss. Okay, cool. Favorite podcast outside of this one? Of course, this one. Um, yep. Lewis Howes. He interviews really great people. A lot of them are high-level professional speakers and authors, but there's always a lot of people that I've never come across before, and it's all about growth and change and positive development. I love his. Yeah, he's great. Lewis Howes. Lewis Howes. He's fantastic, that podcast. Favorite app that some may not know about? One of mine's Duolingo. Most people know about it, but I'm learning Spanish. Favorite app that people might not know about? Well, it's the Christmas season. Mixed tiles. You upload your favorite pictures from the year, and then it sends you the picture already framed with a sticky, you know, sticky stuff on the back, so you can put it on the wall or move it or throw it away because they're not very expensive. I love having those memories from those favorite moments of the year. We're talking about bringing more joy into your life, and that's such a great way to do it and to share it with family. I love it. Amy Eddy, Google her name, Santa Barbara, January 14th. Uh, She's an amazing person. Uh, Keep being a light in the world, Amy. Thanks for all you do for me and my family from a speaking standpoint. Uh, So good to see you here virtually and can't wait to see you in person. The feeling's mutual. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Amy. Thanks so much. That was fun. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super you. Oh, yeah.